Today is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022, and the World Economic Forum is actually a money laundering organization for globalist communists who hate free speech and democracy and wish to abolish private property while making you eat bugs while they fly private. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We have a very serious topic to cover this morning. Action movies, action flicks. In every single action movie you've ever watched, there's always the scene. You ever seen the scene with the bad guys in the room, smoke-filled, dark, colluding together for their evil plans? It's a scene that repeats itself time and time again in classic cinema. It doesn't matter if you're watching James Bond from the 70s or Batman The Dark Knight or Zoolander or Austin Powers or whatever. There's always a scene. The Kingsman is a good example. There's a scene where the bad guys gather all together in order to talk about their evil plan. Now... What is that plan? It's always the same. Hollywood needs more creative writers. The plan is always to crush innocent people by assuming power and having the elites control everything through a manufactured crisis. It's the same thing all the time. We will release the serum, right? The, The... Initiate the satellites. There's always something, right? There's a sun. There's a thing that they're going to do. They're going to launch something into space. They're going to release something into the water. And through that manufactured crisis, all of these evil people who are plotting together are able to remake the world and seize power for themselves. The problem is, is that life isn't that easy, right? It would be really easy if all of the evil, dumb, stupid, clucking communists got together in one place around one table And that doesn't happen anywhere, as far as I know, except for The View every single day. That's right, even on The View, they are talking about how, you know, maybe Hitler wasn't that bad of a guy. Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler. Take it away, Whoopi. Well, also, if you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No, it's well, not about maybe race. Maybe ethnicity. It, yeah, no, it's about a different it, race. But it's it's not about race. But the view holds no real power, right? So the women on the view don't have elected office. They don't have militaries or armies. The only person that they terrorize is the guy backstage who runs the snack cart, right? That guy gets chased down uh, day and night. All right, get that guy some therapy. Um, you know, the ABC owes owes that dude a therapist, all right? And a bodyguard, probably, judging by the cast of The View. But actual powerful people aren't dumb enough to gather together in one place to plot how to destroy the world. Am I wrong? Oh, shit. Damn it. I forgot. The World Economic Forum. That's... Mm. That's right. Forgot about those guys. Here is the World Economic Forum, a grouping of the worst technocrats, bureaucrats, communist, and globalist scum on the planet. You will not find a place of a hive of more scum and villainy than here. And lucky for us, they all gather in the same spot exactly where James Bond film would put them, high in a fortress heavily guarded in the Alps. 
That's where the World Economic Fund gathers every year. And you've heard a lot about it. I'm sure you've seen plenty of headlines about how evil this organization is. But on this show, we'd really like to dive in and look at what they stand for. What are they advocating? We've done many weeks of research to bring you this show. And we've pulled some very interesting clips and nuggets from their past. And we'd like to share them with you. Starting with the head of this evil enterprise, who I know this seems too perfect, and it seems as though we are ourselves Hollywood writers here, but the guy who leads this global organization of communists who are set at hardened destruction of democracy and capitalism around the world, this guy's name is Klaus Schwab. He is a bald, bespectacled, thick German-accented dude who just so happens to be directly out of a James Bond film. He looks just like Blofeld. Just give him a scar on his eye, maybe a like a cat to stroke. The dude's perfect. Now, what exactly does Klaus Schwab want to do? Well... For that, let's listen to Klaus Schwab. Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. Yes, the future. The German man wants the future. We will control the future. Just give us your papers. Can you tell I'm German? (laughs) This dude's perfect, by the way. His name, again, is Klaus Schwab, and he founded the World Economic Forum in 1971. Now, Klaus Schwab was born in Germany, but he was actually Swiss. His parents were Swiss. Why did his parents move to Germany. Well, in 1938, the year of Klaus Schwab's birth, his father began working for a manufacturing company that was manufacturing, among other things, flamethrowers for the German Third Reich. That's right. Klaus Schwab's entire family are hardened Nazis. The actual Nazis, not the... Not the The fake Nazis, like the insult, like you're a Nazi, these people were card-carrying members of the Nazi party working in the war effort in order to systematically eliminate freedom in Europe and entire races of people. Did you know that not since the pandemic have stocks slid as much as they slid just last month? Quarterly earnings are abysmal. The economy is shrinking and mortgage rates are going through the roof because the Fed knows that an overheated economy and hyperinflation is going to lead to disaster. And it's already here, ladies and gentlemen. Stagflation and the worst economic climate in many decades is upon us. What are you doing to protect your wealth? In the Johnson family, we're using our friends at Birch Gold. We are buying precious metals and diversifying into something of real value. My wife and I, 
invested for the first time last month and Birch made it so easy. For the first time, we have our future protected by precious metals. We diversified into a tax-sheltered retirement account with gold and it couldn't have been easier. Please text Benny to 989898 to secure the gains you've made while you still can. Every roller coaster comes to an end. Every night at the bar comes with a hangover, and we are here. Do not get a headache over losing your fiat currency because of the dumb decisions made in Washington. Invest in something of real value. Gold, ladies and gentlemen, through Birch Gold, the only people I trust with my future. Text Benny to 9898 and start protecting your future today with gold. Now, I don't want to get into the blood libel here. I don't want to say that Klaus Schwab is the exact same person, but I think that's worth noting, don't you? That this was what his father did. Klaus Schwab is 85 years old, and Klaus Schwab was born in 1938 in a little city called Ravensburg, Germany where his father was the director of a large manufacturing and munitions plant. Again, making the flamethrowers that were used against the Allied forces and were used to torch and burn down villages on the Eastern Front. And the Germans flamethrowed many villages. They torched towns, removed entire cities from the map using these weapons that Klaus Schwab's father created. So we're not going to be calling names of Klaus Schwab, and we're not going to be engaging in blood libel. He couldn't pick his family necessarily. But given his background and the background of where he was raised and when he was raised, you'd think that Klaus Schwab would be a little less eccentric about talking about purifying the human genome, which is literally what he talks about. Look at things like um, gene editing. Exactly. You know, opening a whole new horizon for medical science. And you see, the difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you. If you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example, it's you who exactly. are changed. Yeah. And of yeah. course, this has a big impact on yeah. your identity. Yeah. Wait a second. Okay. All right. So take a step back here. This is a little too good to be true. So Klaus Schwab is obsessed with purifying the human genome. Creepy. He was born and raised in Nazi Germany, Third Reich Germany. And now he has a group that regularly and consistently discusses human tracking under your skin. That's right. This group, the World Economic Forum, is obsessed with genetically controlling the population. Don't believe me? Watch. We're developing, through technology, an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's, where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So, individual carbon footprint tracker. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. Oh, a carbon footprint tracker. Got it. Maybe it's an app you download on your phone, right? It's like a calorie counter. You just enter it in. That'll never be used for a social credit score. 
No, 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 no. Crazy. <laughs> conspiracy theorist. And the same conspiracy theorists would say, hey, they're never going to microchip you by putting computer chips inside of like, let's say the mandatory pills you have to swallow, right? The World Economic Forum would never get behind that kind of crazy It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, compliance. Uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. Oh, okay. All right, so they want us to swallow microchips so they can track whether they have been dissolved into our bodies. Got it. Oh, that guy, by the way, is the head of Pfizer. Nothing scary about that. <laughs> and it's not like they would ever try and like re-engineer the human race to make like a, I don't know, super race and actually take away people's free will by genetically hacking human beings. They're not that evil. And nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. We humans should get used to the idea that we are no longer mysterious souls. We are now hackable animals. That's what we are. Okay. Now we're getting a little serious here, all right? That Dr. Yuval guy better stay the hell away from my household because that's some of the creepiest stuff I've ever heard in my life. The guy wants to take away free will by hacking human beings and removing our capacity to make decisions for ourselves? Okay, how could that possibly end badly, you might ask. Also, did you note in that little sequence there that he was saying the KGB and the Gestapo essentially had the same ends as the World Economic Forum? Did you notice that? A little odd that, isn't it? So it leads us to ask whether these people are as evil as we think they are, or perhaps even more evil than we think they are. Are they coming up with things that are out of the realm of possibility for moral, Christian, God-fearing, normal people to even consider? Well, it's kind of playing out like a bad movie where the answer to that is yes, these people are actually evil and they are attempting to discern ways to destroy the human race and life on earth as we know it. And we know this because this organization is immoral. You can just check into their business practices. Klaus Schwab pays himself over a million dollars a year from his nonprofit to hatch his bond-like villain schemes, all while complaining about absorbent executive salaries from his little stage. He likes to complain all the time about how much executives get paid. 
yet he pays himself around $1.4 million American a year. Schwab often mixes nonprofit finances with for-profit business ventures accepting lucrative board seats on private companies' boards for World Economic Fund favors in return. In fact, the former CEO of the World Economic Forum was forced to resign for accepting hundreds of thousands of dollars in consultancy fees and not disclosing it. Everyone rejoiced this last week when Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion, and we thought that maybe he'd be taking that company out of the leftist cesspool and into the land of free speech, but he's not out of the woods yet. You see, Twitter is still platformed on Amazon web servers. Those are the racks and the servers that could pull Twitter offline if they don't like what Elon Musk is doing. You don't think they'll do it? They did the same thing to Parler. They offlined the entire platform and crashed it because they didn't like what was happening on it. This is how evil and how incestuous the left has become with their control of the internet. It's why we need a new American internet and it's why we are so thrilled to be partnering with RightForge.com. RightForge.com is the true American internet and founded on American free speech principles. That's why BennyJohnson.com is hosted by RightForge. RightForge is also bringing back President Trump to the internet by hosting Truth Social, a new online community for free thinkers and free speech. It's amazing to have a company that is investing in the real wire and infrastructure, the routers, the servers, the racks that make the internet possible. And if we don't go down to the very core, we'll never have free speech back. The core of American values is what drives RightForge, and we encourage you to go to RightForge.com. That's RightForge.com. And talk to them today about bringing your domain over so you are uncancelable by the left. RightForge.com. So this group is run by Cretans, and what do these Cretans want to push on the rest of us? What are their actual policy preferences? That's why everyone goes there, right? To hear the brand new great ideas. So we're going to hack human beings and take away their free will. Great. Plug microchips into them. What's next? The group says on their website that they plan on improving the state of the world by shaping global, regional, and industrial agendas. Now, you, a capitalist and an American, would have warning signs going off in your head right about now as you read that. Why would you need to shape or mold a market with an agenda? That's not going to end well. And the reason why people have alarm bells off in their heads is that Sovietism fell already, collapsed in the late 80s and early 90s. Sovietism was the first and last failure of centrally controlled and planned markets. And it destroyed itself, vaporized itself within 80 years. Really, like right after it got started, it just really collapsed essentially in on itself. It was an abject failure. The free market had won, or so we thought. You see, communists didn't go away They just used capitalist systems to enrich themselves so that they can push communism with a shinier patina. Karl Marx in skinny jeans with a man bun, so to speak. Hip Karl Marx. Wearing an Armani suit. The free markets and free competition don't 
shape global industry as they should in the view of the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum wants, you guessed it, themselves to shape what the economy looks like, what people can buy, and how items are made, where you can go, what you can do. And they say so in their agenda. The World Economic Forum is openly anti-capitalist and anti-democratic. They advocate for centrally managed global government run by multinational corporations and neoliberal elites, just like themselves. Isn't that interesting? Every single time, it's themselves who are the ones getting the power. The Great Reset is a real-world economic forum program. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's something that they embrace. The Great Reset's main objective is to eliminate private property, individual wealth, personal freedom, and democracy globally, and replace it with a social credit technocracy run by... (laughs) Are you getting the picture? Can you guess? Run by the World Economic Forum run by them, neoliberal globalist elites, unelected globalist elites. Don't take my word for it, by the way. Go ahead and just listen to these unhinged conspiracy theorists, the World Economic Forum themselves. You will own nothing. Sounds a lot like communism. And for the many people who have starved to death under communism, including around 100 million people the last century, why not try it again? There's food shortages going on right now in America. Perhaps the World Economic Forum has a solution. What would be your solution to mothers, for instance, who have hungry babies and can't find baby formula? World Economic Forum, take it away. takes a fraction of the resources to grow a pound of crickets as it does a pound of beef. And so the amount of water it takes, the greenhouse gas emissions that it emits compared to the livestock, the amount of land that's required, the amount of feed that's required, there are so many factors that just lead to, you know, this is kind of smart. So if this is starting to sound a bit like global communism, well, it literally is. Gone are the drab communists of the 20th century. They've been replaced by the slick communists who capitalism built. These are new communists. They have yachts and private jets, Armani suits and Rolexes, and a crippling guilt for their own success. And so instead of doing what a good person would do, who knows God, who knows Jesus, and giving all their wealth to the poor or the needy, They would rather enslave you. And that's precisely what the World Economic Forum is there to do. Bill Gates, George Soros, communist Chinese dictator Xi Jinping, communist Canadian dictator Justin Trudeau, they're all proud World Economic Forum alumni. Dictator Vladimir Putin went through their Young Leaders Program. How's that working out for you, Klaus? As did the former president of Iran. Iran being the bloodthirsty anti-Semitic theocracy that funded the slaughter of Americans in Iraq and wants a nuclear holocaust for Israel. They say it all the time. Did you know that the World Economic Forum once published an article 
calling for a boycott of Israel. It was called Boycott Israel, in case subtlety is not your thing. Forbes wrote at the time, it's particularly nasty piece because it reclothes many of the tropes of classic anti-Semitism, the ideas that Jews control the media in the U.S., in humanitarian garb. Hey, did we mention that Klaus Schwab's father was a hardened Nazi party member? Klaus Schwab physically embraces evil regimes around the globe, and he works actively to make sure that they remain evil by penetrating them. That's right. Creepy. Take it away. And I have to say, um, when I mention our names, like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin, and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. But um, what we are very proud of now, the young generation, like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, Pres of uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau, and I know that half of this cabinet, or even more half of uh, half of this cabinet, are for our actually young global leaders of the world economy forum. And that's true in Argentina too. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, that's true in Argentina as well. It's true in Argentina, and uh, it's true in France now. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the president, with a young global leader, but... So remember when Justin Trudeau, there, Klaus Schwab, bragging about penetrating Justin Trudeau's cabinet? We're not sure if Justin wore his black face or not for that penetration. Remember when Trudeau sent mounted police to trample reporters, free speech advocates, bodily autonomy advocates, and little old grandmothers. Do you remember that? Justin Trudeau sent in his stormtroopers, probably because he was World Economic Forum trained. The reason why we know this is a tactic of the World Economic Forum is because they used it on our friend Jack Posobiec just this week. Jack Posobiec was in Davos, attempting to report on the meeting that is going on right now from the World Economic Forum. These evil people gathered uh, in Davos. Jack has media credentials. He's an American citizen. And a bunch of Gestapo goons surrounded him and began to interrogate him without cause. So much for free speech, freedom of the press. Can I ask why he's being detained then? I won't point the camera at you then. I won't film you, but I would like to know why this journalist is being detained on public property. We're not, we're, what, what's detained? Uh, can you explain? How come he's being surrounded right now? Is he uh -huh. allowed to leave the area? We're, we're just um, making a normal police control. Control a, a what person? What was the reason? What was he doing? I don't have to tell you that. Why, why, why are you asking me that? Uh, because this is, uh, you know, he's, uh, there's many journalists here, and I want to yeah, know why he specifically is being detained. There, there is a reason, but uh, everything is clear now, and um, we're about to leave. So, Jack Posobiec is someone who has seen the degradation and attack on his own freedom to report and his own freedom to speak, because the World Economic Forum doesn't like what he has to say 
They put a submachine gun in his face. This is the continued work of Joe Biden's Ministry of Truth. Boy, it makes you wonder why they put the Ministry of Truth inside of Homeland Security, where they have so many weapons and so many bullets and so many law enforcement agents. In fact, the only government entity that has booted on the ground law enforcement agents in all 50 states is the Department of Homeland Security. It makes you wonder why they put the disinformation board in there. Well, Jack, who had a submachine gun put in his face today, was simply seeing the result of a group of people who hate free speech and are happy to say it crystal and clear. Here's World Economic Forum speaker, the Austrian uh, social media czar, describing how we need to recalibrate, recalibrate our opinions of free speech online. We are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're, we have increasing polarization everywhere. And everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online, you know, from freedom of speech to the freedom to, you know, to be free from on- online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity. So in conclusion, the World Economic Forum is actually a money laundering organization for globalist communists who hate free speech and democracy and wish to abolish private property while making you eat bugs as they fly private. And they do fly private. They've flown all their jets into Davos in order to talk about how you must be punished because you want to fill up your car, your minivan, and take your kids to Six Flags or the grocery store where you'll buy something other than bugs to eat. These people are complete and total jackals. They are the evil people gathered in the dark room in the Hollywood video, and they are planning on hurting you and hurting all of the rest of us. They must be stopped, and we must report on this, and we must talk about this. We must treat them as enemy combatants in a psychological war over truth and the future, they think that they are creating the future and we must prove them wrong. Now, we did a deep dive into exactly why they're all gathered in Davos. The World Economic Forum is meeting with the WHO, the World Health Organization, in order to try and sign a pandemic treaty among 196 nations on earth. That's all the nations on earth, to give unprecedented powers to the WHO. If you want more details about what's going on, we got you. Watch this. What would a post-democratic world government look like? Well, it would have to be predicated upon a crisis, an emergency, in which powers of individual nation states, borders, and sovereignty get handed over to a governing body that controls the states and that says what must happen by penalty of law or force. Then that governing body would assume unto itself the power of multiple individual nation states superseding the individual governments and using by fiat their 
force to keep those nations in compliance. You would no longer have elected representatives. You would be governed from afar by unelected technocrats. Seems like something out of a dystopian George Orwell novel, but it is actually unfolding before our very eyes. And the authors of it are Joe Biden and his administration. That's right. Now, you may remember the WHO because just two minutes ago, America was being pulled out of the WHO because of their incompetence in handling the COVID pandemic. Donald Trump pulled America out of the World Health Organization, and here's why. And the World WHO, World Health, got it wrong. I mean, they got it very wrong. In many ways, they were wrong. They also uh, minimized the threat very strongly and uh, not good. Chinese officials ignored their reporting obligations to the World Health Organization and pressured the World Health Organization to mislead the world when the virus was first discovered by Chinese authorities. China has total control over the World Health Organization because they have failed to make the requested and greatly needed reforms. We will be today terminating our relationship with the World Health Organization and redirecting those funds to other worldwide and deserving urgent global public health needs. As soon as Joe Biden entered office, however, he readmitted the United States of America to the WHO and then began a process of writing a new treaty with the WHO that handed over full American sovereignty over your life, over your future, over your children's future, and over your health to an unelected group of technocrats and communists. And so is Klaus Schwab and all of the Bond villains who run the World Economic Forum and who are pushing for this treaty to be signed. The treaty was written by Biden administration officials and we couldn't believe it when we read it. Here's what we found. In Article 5, it says surveillance. The WHO will be monitoring health threats around the world and will develop early warning criteria for every country in the world for how to handle their risks. In Article 6, notification. It's now added that when the WHO informs a country that they are at a potential risk of a public health emergency, the country is obligated to hand over its public health information, including genetic sequencing data, within 24 hours. So your DNA must be handed over to the WHO if they decide that there is a public health risk. When is a country at public health risk? It's an important descriptor and thing to decide. So who decides it? Well, you'd think that our public health establishment here in America, the sullied CDC and the utterly defamed uh, NAID, National Institute for Infectious Diseases that Dr. Fauci is in charge of, and the FDA, the execrable FDA, that they would have some say in it, but no, no, no. It's the World Health Organization who decides. This creates a WHO pandemic treaty that's currently being drafted. We don't have the text of that exactly yet, but what it will do is virtually give the WHO full control over our society's response to a new pandemic. That means that the lockdowns will no longer be optional. They will lock you down and it will be mandatory. It will be binding. And America is writing these rules. 
quoting directly from the document, the WHO Secretariat will play a leading, convening, and coordinating role in all operational aspects of emergency pandemic response. Okay, what does that look like to have an unelected globalist technocrat in charge of your nation's pandemic response? Well, it looks a whole lot like a globalist dictator. The director of the WHO will take a whole of government and a whole of society approach to pandemic preparedness. That means they will get operational control of public health matters in the country. Dr. Tedros, the Ethiopian communist, will now run America's health operations in this nation if they so determine that America is experiencing a health crisis. The more you look into this treaty, the scarier and more horrifying it gets. A whole of government and a whole of society approach to pandemic preparedness. So now Tedros has control over how your country responds in a pandemic. This guy, the jackass, who allowed COVID to spread all over the planet, who covered up for the Communist Chinese Party, and who has yet to release any information as to the origins of COVID. This guy's now in control, operational control of public health matters in your country. It says so. And they're going to be checking. They want to inform the WHO about the establishment of the national comp uh, competent authority responsible for the implementation of the IHR, the treaty that will be recognized and held accountable. So the WHO is going to make sure that there are organizations inside your country that hold your country accountable to handing over sovereignty to Dr. Tedros. National and global coordinated actions to address misinformation and disinformation and stigmatization that undermine public health. That's right. He's also in charge of your free speech now. So Dr. Tedros is now in charge of what you can and cannot say. The WHO Secretariat to build capacity to deploy procedures and countermeasures against misinformation and social media attacks. The social media board was just disbanded here in America because they have their solution. They have their board. It's now going to be through the WHO is how they're going to control your speech. Develop standards for producing a digital version of the International Certificate of Vaccination. This is text. We read it. It's sitting there in the treaty. So they're going to be developing digital vaccine cards so that you're going to have digital ID that is run by a world government. They're using the WHO to do this. Truly global end-to-end -end platform for vaccines, diagnostic, therapeutics, and essential supplies, shifting from a model where innovation is left to the market. Oh, got it. Okay, so these communists are now going to force communism. Why leave it to the markets? As loathsome as vaccine makers are, why leave it to them? We need a governing body that we're going to fund, by the way. No doubt America is going to pay every penny of this to fund a global vaccine agency with global vaccine digital ID. It is critically important for global health, both as principle and as outcome equitable and effective access to vaccines. Yes, there we go. Equity. Equity. The communist buzzword that essentially boils down to equality of outcome has nothing to do with actual equality. It means the same outcome every single time. Centralized government control. Healthcare workers and the most vulnerable will have priority access. So this 
is Tedros saying that they will choose who gets care. Who do they view as the most vulnerable? Well, the elites, the rich, the globalists, and the international ruling class who have no nations or boundaries or children, they will be the one getting care first because they are the ones in control of the WHO. And who funds the WHO? Well, actually, Bill and Melinda Gates end up funding a vast majority of the WHO. They're one of their biggest contributors. So now Bill Gates, who already has an enormous share in vaccine development companies, is funding the WHO that will be giving dictator-like powers over all national sovereignty for 196 nations that will be signing this treaty. If you don't believe in dystopian world governments, well, you best start believing because you're actually living in one right now, the establishment of the dystopian technocrat health agency that has rights over your nation, unelected, to bring to bear on you and your country and being written by, this cannot be stated enough, being written by and authored by the Biden administration itself to show you how corrupt and contemptible they are and being pushed for on a national level by Democrats who wish to hand over the sovereignty of this place to unelected globalists who are members of the Communist Party because they can't get their outcomes here because Dr. Fauci has been destroyed and all credibility in the American health establishment has been lost. So now they're going back to their end goal, which was always this, the establishment of a global government to control you. And they're going to use the back door of healthcare emergencies to do it. This must be fought. Treaties are only as good as the people who sign them wish to uphold them. Republicans must dig in their heels, defund the government, and do anything it can to stop the Biden administration from signing this reckless treaty. They will sign it because they authored it. They want to hand over American sovereignty, and we must never, ever forget that. Now is the time. This is the battle. Ladies and gentlemen, the stake of our democracy and our republic is quite literally at hand here. American democracy, an American republic that is sovereign, or world globalist government. That's what's happening in this treaty. And it is the scariest thing happening in our modern era. This is the battle. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Your choices are clear. Own nothing and eat the bugs or fight back against the global communist cabal of elites who wish to control your life, centrally engineer everything about it to make you more miserable and enslave you essentially to them. They don't care about you. They never have. It's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. They view themselves as better than you. Let's prove otherwise. Let's remember that we were born free men and women and stay that way. And let's also remember to keep our priorities straight. God, family, country. You can't go wrong. Keep your head on a swivel 
Keep your eyes narrow and straight on the horizon. And remember, these globalist bastards can't win. (laughs) They can't. We're standing in their way. My name is Benny Johnson. This has been The Benny Show. See ya.